and just in here is my jacuzzi room. <laughs> you sure live a glamorous lifestyle, David M. Green. How did you amass such wealth and privilege? Gee whiz, you sure are inquisitive for a pair of high-paid porn star prostitutes. <laughs> well, I've had many career highlights in my time. Who could forget when I won that Tony Award? But it all started with a podcast I did with this other guy. I forget his name. Back in the early 2010s. A podcast that set the world on fire. You're talking about The Good Show. We all learned about it in school. Ah, yes, as indeed you should have. It was very revolutionary. Not only did it set the course for all my future successes, it changed world politics forever! It's incredible to think it had such a lasting influence, even though we only ever produced two episodes. <laughs> did I say two episodes? Because I mean three. Live from the all-new Studio Pleasant in the different part of Melbourne, The Good Show. Show. Everybody, a good show. Everybody, and it's true that show. Show. I'm David M. Green. Welcome once again to The Good Show. I'm Anthony McCormack. It's wonderful to see you all here. It's episode three. What have we been doing for the last 18 months? Has it been that long? It feels like just a couple of days. Just a couple of seconds on the uh, the old iPod. Exactly. <laughs> Do they still have iPods 18 months into the future? What year is this? I don't even know anymore. Well, what are we doing on today's Good Show? Well, David, on today's Good Show... I learned that chocolate chip cookies, while undeniably delicious, are best categorised as a sometimes food. That's very interesting because uh, on tonight's episode of The Good Show, I learned that friendships, like actual ships, can be destroyed with torpedoes. (laughs) Mm. And now, some good. The Good Show. It's good, 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 good. Hello, I'm Norman Vine. If you're in the mood for a hearty attack snack the whole family can enjoy, come chow down at Vineburger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's Vineburger time. And for a limited time, try the new Smoky Vineburger. Two predominantly meat patties on a seeded bun. Vine leaves, cheese, I think there's some onions in there, all topped off with our secret smoky flavor sauce. Well, I say sauce... It's more of a smoke. <coughs> Vineburger, just like Grandma used to smoke. And like she always said, the burgers are smokier at Vineburger. God rest her cancer-ridden soul. The only smoky Vineburger contains actual cigarettes, which must be removed prior to eating. I'm Norman Vine, and I endorse this event or product. MP3 192 KBS The Good Show. Welcome back to The Good Show. I'm David M. Green. And I'm Anthony McCormack. Uh, I, I have to ask you the question, David. What have you been up to since the last time we were on air together? Well, I'm surprised you don't know because, you know, we did make that TV show together. Oh, yes. It's all coming back to me now. Yes, yes. It was a bit of a segue. All right. Oh, don't say segue. I hate the word uh, I know. Segue. Me too. I hate the word segue. Yeah. Start again. MP3 
192 KBS. The Good Show. And you're still on The Good Show on uh, the internet. I'm David M. Green. I believe you have been a very busy man. Mm. It I... has been quite a while, hasn't it? Mm. Oh, it has. We, made, we, we hit the internet quite hard. We made two episodes of this. Oh, yeah. Then we needed a rest. <laughs> we needed uh, two episodes is a lot. Of episodes in the podcasting world, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Voluntary rest, that's, yeah. that's what happened. Exactly right. But we've got a bit of an excuse because we did actually make a TV show uh, in between episodes two and three. Actually, two seasons two of seasons. a TV show. Absolutely. Forget that. It's practically a full season of an American show. Yeah, about 20 episodes. Yeah. And uh, in many ways, a TV show is a little harder than a podcast Although, you know, if you don't have anywhere to record the podcast, it's it's pretty damn hard. Mm. Should we tell them what this show is all about well, if, if they don't already know? If you've never heard the show, it's a, it's a quiz show. It's called 31 Questions, and it sounds a little something like this. It's everyone's favourite scorekeeper, Sophie Lockeren, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I should go on letters and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> 31 Questions moderator, Anthony McCormack. I know the answer. Do you? <laughs> what if I was to tell you that there's a bomb in this briefcase, and unless you turn to the camera and say, I'm Andrew O'Keefe and this is 31 questions, we're all going to die. How about that for a deal? How about you take the briefcase and you just piss off or I'll call security? Tell them what they want, Anthony. Yeah. 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 I love board games. Great. Well, yeah. you're going to hate that. <laughs> Let's ask 31 questions. Ah, very happy memories. And that's just season one. Oh, yeah. There's a whole heap of new memories. Just wait. Like, we are able to quote our favourite moments of season two to each other. Yeah. But uh, we're going to have to wait until it airs for everyone else to start quoting them at us relentlessly until we punch them in the face. Well, there are actually people out there who, who are quoting the show. We've made some fans. Season one, like, we, we look back at it now and we go, well, it's kind of... Quaint. Not, yeah, it, yeah. Wait till you see season two. But, I mean, there are people out there who don't know any better. And they've all they've seen is season one. Possibly it's the only TV game show they've ever watched. So they think it's pretty amazing. Mm. There are people moving inside the television. Yeah, it's, they actually reach for inside the television and, and their fingers, their clumsy fingers, tap against the screen. They're like, what is this sorcery? I don't know if they think that we can see them in their living room at the same time. I used to think that when I was a kid. <laughs> but there's a there's a, a share house in Sydney in particular. They call themselves the Ultimo Bachelor Pad mm-hmm. and big ups to those guys. They have parties and they, they gather people around the, the YouTube Oh, yeah. or, or the Channel 44 up there in Sydney. In fact, and, I... And, and what, they have 31 questions parties, and then they take pictures of themselves and send them to me and bug us on Facebook, which is... It, it hasn't got annoying yet. If you are unlucky enough to deliver mail to this house, for example, or say, uh, oh, I need a signature on this parcel, or say, yeah, 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 don't worry about that. Come in here, come on here. We're watching 31 <laughs> questions. Sit you down, and, and they will not let you leave until they've made a convert of you. Have you um I know I've got I've got a couple of crazed fans that are just fans of David M. Green. Mm-hmm. Do you have any crazed fans that are Anthony McCormack fans? We have some joint fans that are fans of both of us on yeah. the show, but I mean do you have any 
personal sort of ones. Well, no, I don't, David, and thank you for bringing up such a painful subject. Although I will say, I, I accidentally, during the first season, I may have said once or twice, I know the answer, do you? And if anyone in the street would like to come up and, and quote that back to me, because I've apparently forgotten that I've said that at any stage. Uh, please do. I, I would be thrilled to hear it again. What are the origins of that? I mean, who did we steal that from? There might be some uh, Dr. Hibbert from The Simpsons in that. You know, the who shot Mr. Burns? I couldn't possibly solve this mystery. Can you? Oh, well, sure. My job, right? I'd give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's sort of an extension to that. I remember it was... Uh, it was a gut reaction to a, an impossible question that no one would have possibly got on the TV show, and and that's part of the the humour and everything. See, I'm used to crazy fans because I've been I've been around the the block a little bit, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Because I'm in a popular web series called Too Easy. There's one in Bunbury, which I think is like maybe an hour or two south of Perth, mm-hmm. and um, she's got a just a huge crush on my nerd character that I play. She, so, apparently she has like sex dreams about him slash me. So not even the real life cool David M. Green, but the nerdy <laughs> yeah. Toby Betterman. To- yeah, but with thirty one questions, there's a there's a woman in Sydney again. It seems the crazy ones are either in Perth or Sydney. Mm. It seems that the crazy ones are in some sort of location. They're, they're, yeah, thanks, Anthony. Sometimes they're in Perth. Sometimes they're in Sydney. You can never really pin down where the crazy ones are. They're all over the place, really. <laughs> this girl in Sydney, though, uh, she we had a crowdfunding campaign for season two. The deal, the deal was, if you gave us ten bucks to help make season two, I'd give you a uh, signed headshot of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was actually the first person who who donated, so gave us ten bucks. I sent her a headshot. Well, you'd think, you know, a headshot like that, you might put it away somewhere safe because it's probably going to be worth a lot of money when I'm mm. Or up dead. on the mantle in a frame. Yeah, well, yeah. a lot of people framed them because they took pictures and <laughs> sent them to us. She decided to um, kiss it with lipstick kisses right. and then cut it out and wear it on <laughs> herself and take a picture of that and then send it to me, which is probably the craziest thing a fan has done to me so far, but my career yeah. is well, it's I mean, in the early yeah. years here. There you go. There's the line for anyone who would like to cross it. Uh, now you know what you're up against. Yeah, exactly. To be my new number one crazed fan, you're going to have to top that. I don't even know what you would have to do to top that. Probably mail a body part my way. Probably wear the actual David M. Green. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's who knows. Well, it depends what you look like. I'm going to be plain and simple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give a blanket yes. I'm not an idiot. Mm. Uh, no, you're great. Keep them coming, fans. And uh, look out for season two. It's coming mm. to Channel 31 Melbourne and Geelong and YouTube soon after. And the other community TV stations around Australia and New Zealand, may I point out, uh, all comes online the 27th of July, which is uh, not too far away. Or if you're listening to this in the future, it's already happened and you can look it up right now. Uh, David, I have to admit, even though I've been involved in the show uh, 
you know, for for a very long time. I was there during season one, you know, I've actually in the show. Uh, really? I, I've never seen the show and, and I just wish I could see an episode of season one. And, and I'm very sad that there's no chance, there's no online opportunity, no YouTube address that I could go to to see that particular season of this show. No, there certainly isn't. Oh, wait, yes, there is. Um, it's youtube.com slash 31 questions. So that's 31 in numbers, mm-hmm. questions in letters. Well, that is just goddamn incredible. Pardon my blasphemy. Show. Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. How many times have you been in your field plowing and thought, gee, there's got to be a better way. Maybe it's about time you bought a genuine tractor. Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. I sell tractors. My father sold tractors and his father, but that's as far as it goes. We uh, we sell all types of tractors. John Deere, uh, the red ones, and the blue ones. I forget what they're called. They have names on the side of the side of the tractors. They range in price. You can hook a uh, combine harvester up to it, or a horse. You can plow wheat, uh, corn. You really, once you drive it off the lot, I don't really care what you do with it. It's, it's really each farmer to their own. You don't even have to be a farmer. You can drive it to work. No law against that, as long as you keep off the freeways. Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. I sell tractors to you. Can I tell you, David, I've recently changed my Twitter philosophy and I decided uh, it didn't even matter how boring people were. If they were following me, I would follow them back. Yeah. And so I started in this new philosophy, you know, and I, I had a fresh start. I, I followed probably 300 people. Yep. 300 complete strangers. Do you know how many people followed me back? Um, can I guess and say... Maybe 10%, say 30. One person followed me back, right? 300 people I followed, give or take. That's pretty bad. But I think, you know, unless you're a celebrity or a journalist or somebody Mm. interesting, you know, that's what happens. No one one wants to follow you because they they want to have lots of followers. But then they themselves don't want to have a high number of people that they're following. So oh, it's a yeah. power thing. It's, it's a power a thing. power ratio. They don't want yeah. to. They don't want to jeopardize their power ratio. Certainly not on Twitter. No. You know, I'm I'm starting to think maybe Twitter. Maybe Twitter's old news. Oh, what's that? I don't think I've heard that sound before. Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm just getting a Bragster alert. A, a pardon me, an alert for what? You you're not on Bragster. It's the new social media craze taking the internet by storm. Really? What, what's so wait? What's so good about Bragster? Well, Bragster strips Facebook and Twitter right back to the bare bones. It's social media at its purest. No annoying ads. No stupid Farmville or Candy Crush apps or whatever. Just insightful status updates from interesting people. That's why I'm on it. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, what was the alert you uh, just got there? Uh, hang on, I'll just read it up here. Uh. Uh, my friend Joanne uh, just met James Franco. Well, that's that's nice. Just a second. Uh, just let me boast a brag here. Well, I've met Martin Short. Yeah, Bragster. It'll be the next big thing. It'll make Facebook look like Live Journal. You remember Live Journal? <laughs> yeah, Live Journal. That was all the rage back in like what 
2004. <laughs> Ask your grandfather about that. <laughs> hey, what's that? Oh, uh, that's me. I'm just getting a tout update. Clout? No, not clout. Tout. What? Hey, no, come on. Come on. You, you've never heard of tout. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me. I got to tout this. Uh, so, what's so good about uh, tout? <laughs> oh, man. Tout is amazing. Anytime I want to publicize. Uh, what little success I encounter in my day-to-day life to practically no one. I can just whip out the old iPhone. It's all integrated. I, I tout it out to the world. Right. Does it does it work like Facebook? Does it have like a wall? <laughs> no, don't, don't be ridiculous. No walls. None of that. Check out my sleeve. Wow, look at that. There's a photo of, what is that, delicious Belgian waffles drizzled with strawberries and cream. That's right. Spilled all over my sleeve. Spilled? Oh, I'm sorry, David. I keep forgetting you're new to tout. See, on tout, things aren't posted. They're spilled. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'll boast about that on Bragster later. I'll, I'll just say it was my sleeve. You uh, get a lot of photos on Bragster? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the occasional view from a balcony or a, or a beach or something, but uh, mostly it's just really big penises. Yeah, same with town. Man, how did we ever get by before social media? I don't even remember my life before. Now I can't go 40 seconds without touting something. Doctors say sleeping in 30-second bursts is really starting to take a toll on my brain functioning. Now I can't go 40 seconds without touting something. Doctors say sleeping in 30-second bursts? Yeah, yeah. I think you better tout that. I'm sorry, what was that? I was just touting something. I'm sorry, what? I was uh, I was just leaving passive-aggressive comments on my ex-girlfriend's ultrasound photos. Huh? What? Huh? Can you give me a minute? I just have to tout about some cats while they're training. Hang on a second. Um, wait, just give me a second here. Oh, I'm touting like mad. It's incredible. I gotta take a break. More to come. Uh, yeah, nah, good day. Uh, it's Ted Franker here. Now, you might have been hearing some things from my brother, Jonathan, about tractors. Don't listen to him. Dad, uh, he uh, left the business to me. Ted, Jonathan. He doesn't even know what the bloody red ones are called. Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. I paid for this radio slot. Now you go, you go over there, and you sit down there. Hey, um, we're, this is the we're sharing this I'm studio. I'm having my time now. Now you city folk out Hi, there. Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. Hold, you shut up now. You've had your turn. Now you, 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 I'm here to tell you that you can you can buy from good old Ted. Don't worry about Jonathan. I'll set you up. You come, you see me. Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. This week only, Jonathan Franker, tractor proprietor. For every tractor you purchase, you will receive a complimentary tractor. Can we edit him out? Hi, I'm Jonathan Franker. No, don't. Don't look at him. I'm looking at you. Can we edit him out of this? Tractors, tractors. What am I paying you for? If you can't even edit that lousy mug of a brother, tractors. Is what I'm selling? To you. Oh, you bloody... Ted and Jonathan Franker's Tractor Emporia, 25 Springvale Road. A family business. David M. Green, Anthony McCormack, The Good Show. Do you listen to many podcasts that aren't The Good Show, Anthony? I sure don't, David. No, I have to. <laughs> 
I have to be honest. Um, there are a lot of interesting, incredible, very funny podcasts out there that I'm not listening to. Mm. There's just too many. There's, there is. I, who has the time? I mean... Certainly not our listeners. No. They're too busy listening to this. But there is something that I've been listening to. It's not technically a podcast. It's not like publicly available or anything. But um, I, I started uh, making radio for Flinders University in South Australia. Flinders University... Student Radio on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 mm-hmm. FM, back in 2006. And uh, there I, I met a whole bunch of people who um, I got along with really well. They're good friends. We still hang out and uh, occasionally, well, actually, you know, if I lived in Adelaide, I'd probably still be making stuff for them. But they actually started making radio uh, a year before me. They got in a year early. The first thing I ever heard on Student Radio, back in 2005, someone handed me a flyer, turned on the radio at night. And, so this uh, is what inspired you to get involved? Yeah, like I heard them do a sketch, and I thought, "Oh man, that's fan- that's fantastic! I can I can do that." Yeah, and um, and I started in two thousand and six, and you know, after a while, uh, one of the guys handed me a disc with um, a collection of the shows that they'd done the previous year. It's it's like a it's like a podcast, except you know, I'm I'm like the only person who has a copy. Well, it's like a mixtape podcast yeah. that you pass around, yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're like radio shows, and they got like the songs and the sketches and stuff. It's great. Wow. And um, I found this old disc recently, and I've been starting to listen to their old shows from 2005, and I came across one thing. I'd, I'd heard this years ago, but I'd forgotten about it. It's really something. I mean, this is 2005, way before YouTube or downloading things, before podcasts, basically. Yeah. It is, well, I've brought it along. Oh, we're going to hear it today? You are going to hear it right now. At Radio Adelaide, there's a lot of other shows. You know, there's there's like a hundred different shows. One of them's a food show, and it's got two guys, and they talk about food. Mm-hmm. And I think they were talking about raspberries on this particular day. And uh, my good friends took a little clip here, and they, they edited the word raspberry into something else. Have a listen. Now, Christmas really must be coming because there are cocks around now, Brendan. They certainly are, and I'm hoping to get amongst them this weekend. I love the things. Leave me the cock, and I'll be happy. But even though it's ten days before Christmas, it's still a bit early, isn't it? It used to be, but uh, there are new varieties around now that where you can get good cock this time of the year. In fact, you can generally, if you've got a good selection of cock, pick right through till April, May. As late as that? Yeah, which is <laughs> fantastic for people like me. What do you do with them? Eat them with dark chocolate. They're just so wonderful. Dark chocolate and cock is <laughs> probably one of the most wonderful combinations of food you can get. And I just, no, I eat too many of them. I love them. <laughs> well, we know how to get you drooling anyway. Well, what to bait my trap with, yes. <laughs> I think you can have cocks with anything. Drooling again. Huh? Yes, I'm You're just... incurable. Oh, this is confession time. I like to turn the cocks up and fill a little cup in the back of the cock ganache and then if you squash them against the back of your front teeth with your tongue you have an explosion of flavour that's just sublime. But that's just me. I'm not sure whether I'm glad that radio doesn't have pictures or, or regretting it. Well at least I've got a towel I can stop dribbling. <laughs> I have yet to taste a reasonable artificial cock flavour. I mean it's it's real or it's not and it's as simple as that. You can Add all the chemicals you like, but real cock is just gorgeous, absolutely wonderful. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is that, uh, or how people can mistreat them to make <laughs> them tasteless. It's a, a dreadful crime. The um, freshness, I suppose, if you pick them too young, although they're difficult to pick young, really, when you think about it, they don't come off that little little white cone too easily. 
<laughs> oh, it's, maybe they have to travel a long way. I mean, we get a lot of our cocks here from Tasmania and New Zealand, so maybe that has something to do with it. Mm. So you're going to be the founding member of the Royal Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Cocks. <laughs> well, uh, as long as it means you're allowed to eat them, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's a very Christmassy taste, and thanks a lot, Brendan. Pleasure. Oh, my God. Uh, Those guys. Uh, that is just... That is why I got into radio. <laughs> oh, can I say, David, that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And, <laughs> but it makes me feel self-conscious. I just hope, you know, w- when you're editing together this podcast, you don't put words into my mouth. I mean, like... like Cock. And I love... Cock. You know, words of that nature. I wouldn't dream of just doing that. Of doing that. Well, that's good. Me and my cock. Thank you. (laughs) You're listening to The Good Show with David M. Green and Anthony McCormack. It's been a fantastic show today, hasn't it, David? Well, I wouldn't say fantastic. We have to change the whole name of the show. That's true. It's been okay. Well, it's been good. I wouldn't go that far. Do we have anyone we'd (laughs) like to thank? Just our good caller, Beatrice, who's called. And can I just put her straight to her? Absolutely. I don't see any need to vet her. Yes. Hi, Beatrice. Yes, I just Sorry. want to tell you yep. that... Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Take your time, Beatrice. Julia Gillard is a communist. We seem to have lost that call. No, she's still clearly there on the board. No, David, I think you'll find we lost the call. <clears throat> I stand corrected. I tell you what. Uh, between now and the next episode of The Good Show, if you want to follow us on the Bragster, what's the address, David? It's uh, david.brag.m.brag. Uh, all you crazy kids that are out there in the tout at the moment, it's uh, Tone Tout Ellipsis. You can also look up 31 questions, I suppose, and uh, why not cut out a picture of one of us and send it to us? And, and yeah, wear us and, and send a picture of you wearing us. Okay. Bye. That was The Good Show. And stay tuned now for The Gary Cole Show, starring Gary Cole. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday. That would be great. (laughs) 